0: Okay, so with respect to the question, how we can be sure that we have been fair enough in the way we have judged about another person actually The chance of us being fair is very low Why Because we are judging between ourselves and someone else so if you want to uh, Calculate the probabilities the probability of us being fair when we are ourselves on one side is very low very very low Only The probability of fairness goes high if you are a person that is used to admitting his or her mistakes. Are you such a person that easily accepts his mistakes? If you are such a person there is a chance that, inshallah, you have been fair. Even it's not 100%, because we are always to be tested. Yeah? But, if you are such a person that to accept the truth from any source is easy for you. If a child tells you something and you see that it's true, you easily accept. If a friend or an enemy, it doesn't make difference, someone says something true and you easily accept, you don't feel pain. If you are debating with someone and the person says something true and you easily accept, are you such a person? So inshallah then there is a chance that you are fair. But if you have difficulty in accepting the truth from other people, if you have difficulty in admitting your mistakes, so you can be 99% sure that you are not fair it is very difficult it's not easy to be fair
1: it's, it's like what we said when with truth accepting the truth in between in an argument uh, without with full contentment yes
0: not only we should accept the truth we should easily accept the truth you know as allah says about muminin <laughs> فلا وربك لا يؤمنون حتى يحكموك فيما شجر بينهم ثم لا يجدوا في أنفسهم حرجا مما قضيت ويسلموا تسليم. Allah says by your Lord they are not believers unless when they have dispute they make you judge. And when you make the judgment, they accept it without feeling any difficulty. This is, you know, sometimes maybe we accept the judgment of a just judge, like Rasulullah, but we have difficulty. This difficulty is a sign of weakness. (laughs) Not only they should accept, they should not find any pain any difficulty, and they should be submissive. So is submissive to the truth. And just today, you know, when I was thinking, I thought maybe one problem that we have is that we think when we don't accept the truth, OK? It's a sign of weakness, but not a big deal. Because I have not been 100% successful. So this is one case that I was not perfect. Not knowing that when you don't accept the truth is not just missing the truth. It's following bottom. Because if you remember this hadith from Nahjul Balaghir, when Amirul Mu'minin talks about Iblis, mm-hmm. and he says he is Imamul mm-hmm. wa Vassalaful Mustakbirin. So either you are following Hag, so you are obeying Allah, or you don't follow Hag, you are following Battle and you are obeying Shaitan. Because shaitan is the leader of biased people, arrogant people. So it's not an easy thing. You know, sometimes I say, okay, I didn't help Imam Hussein 100%. So it's a weakness for me. But you must think that for anything that you didn't help Imam Hussain, you have helped Yazid. Do you understand? So, it, yes. so it's not something easy. You say, okay, I helped Imam Hussein 90%, Alhamdulillah. No. You have also helped Yazid when you didn't help Hussein. So in the battle between Haq and Battle, when we don't commit ourselves to truth, it means that we are helping the opposite. So then I think we better understand how severe is the case. So it's, there is no neutrality here. You cannot say, OK, in this case, I didn't support Haq. No, not only you didn't support Haq, you supported Bahten. Mm-hmm. Not, only, not only you didn't support mazloom you supported Zalem. Yes. Your silence, your indifference is not just not helping mazloom it's also helping Zalem. Mm-hmm. So, if we really understand this, I think we become more careful. Mm-hmm. Many times, we don't think about this side. You know, mm-hmm. we think that I am not just being good enough to help Masloum. No, you are helping Zalim. You are helping batil You are helping Iblis. Because there is a battle here going on between Haq and batil And Mu'min should be always trying to be on the side of Haq. Not Na'udhu on the side of batil Okay? And this battle is not a battle about just, for example, iman and kufr. unfortunately also one big problem is that we see this battle only in a very big scale because maybe our eyes are very weak something has to be very big so that we can see we see the battle of Hat and bottle when it is very big between hussein and yazid then we can see the contrast but a moment has to see that battle in every case even between my Self and my friend, my neighbor, my colleague, the battle of haqq and battle is there. Okay? And you have to understand what is haqq and be on the side of haqq. So, in every moment of our life, we have to be inspired by Imam Hussein, by Rasulullah, by Imam Zaman, everything. And if we are not inspired by them, is if we are inspired by Yazid, by Shaytan, by the enemies. Yes.
1: Um, That's slightly worrying because uh, worrying to the extent of ourselves. Yes. Um, Because uh, if we look at ourselves in our life, uh, what we're saying is that if you don't side with the truth, the the only other thing is battle. So, there's nothing in between the two things. So, as a Muslim, which requires us to submit, when we don't submit to the requirements, what we're doing is uh, siding with Ba'atul. Yes. Unknowingly, again. Um, and what about the case of uh, what's happening uh, to the Muslims outside in other countries? You know, it questions us as to what are we doing to help them, to support them, because what you said is even our silence. Is a
0: form of action because there's a lots of questions there that we need to ask ourselves in terms of our role. Of course, uh, when I say uh, silence can be uh, supporting Zalem is when silence is wrong. But what I wanted to say is that if in a case I have to object and protest. If that's the case, then my silence is not just failing to be with Hat. my silence is also supporting Baal. But, but this is if, because sometimes f- for the general good of Hat, we have to be silent. Okay? It's not that we have to always, you know, sometimes we have to be following Imam Hassan. Yes. Sometimes we have to follow Imam Hussein. Unfortunately, sometimes people think that we should always be like uh the way that the event of karbala took place Mm -hmm. no we have different scenarios in life imam hassan is hojja imam hussein is hojja even imam hussein for 10 years lived in the time of muawiyah Mm -hmm. yes 10 years was in muawiyah and imam hussein during the time of muawiyah didn't uprise against muawiyah So we have to be very careful. It's very wrong to think that everything that we have to do is what, in that particular time, happened. Yes, we can always be inspired by that. But we shouldn't generalize that and think that we should always do what Imam Hussain did with Yazid. Forget that Imam Hussain also had 10 years with Muawiyah. Okay. Or what Imam Hassan did, what Imam Sadiq did, what Imam... So, my point was not to say that we have to always be talking or protesting. My idea was that if, if my commitment to truth requires to be speaking against the battle if I don't speak, it's not just I have not helped Hat, I have helped battle okay? So this is my point. So anytime that we are not siding with Haq, it means that we are siding with Baat. But I would like also to remind you of what I have said in the discussion about wilayah. I am mindful of that point also that I said we have... Two parties, the party of Haq, the party of Ba'tir, the camp of truth, the camp of Ba'tir, camp of Allah and camp of Shaitan. But people are three, not two. discussion about Vilayya we said this. Don't think everyone who is not in this camp is in the other camp. There are people who are in the camp of Haqq, there are people who are in the camp of battle, and there are people who don't belong to any camp because they are not organized. Muzabzabin La ilaha ula wa la ilaha There are people that eight o'clock, they are with Haqq, nine o'clock, they are with battle, <laughs> And then 11 o'clock, you don't know. Many people in the world are like this. Sometimes they are in favor of Haqq, sometimes they are in favor of battle. Actually, majority of people are like this. Don't think majority of people are in (laughs) Bahten. This is our responsibility to reach out to these people. Don't let them be taken by the camp of Bahten. Unfortunately, many times we think all people are our enemies. Mm. We think, oh, they are all bad. No, they are not all bad. They do bad things, but they are not bad people. Yeah, majority of people I think are good people. Just they are not organized. They are not well-oriented. It's my failure or your failure if these people are hijacked by the opposite cat. You know, sometimes we are so much busy with ourselves that we forget these people. And the greatest success comes when these people are attracted. Ya فِي دِينَ اللَّهِ Yes? Those who are organized and belong to the camp of battle, even taking one of them out is very difficult. You have to try, but it's very difficult. But these people in between, you can take them in thousands, if you know how to approach them. So, I am mindful of these three categories, but still I'm saying that everything that we do, is either helping hat or helping butter? Is either something brings light or brings darkness? Okay, so these
1: two should not be mixed. Yes. Sheikh, regarding the discussion of asabiyya and fairness and relating to arrogance, uh, we see sometimes that uh, in the narrations it is very very much dissuaded from seeing yourself as better than someone else, This they are seen as being arrogant in that respect. And we have, for example, al Musa who refused to um, put himself at a higher status than the, the dead dog when Allah asked him. But on the other hand, we also have some narrations where, for example, Imam Ali was asked who is better, yourself or, for example, Adam or Noor or Isa or Musa. and he begins to explain that uh, if it was not for this verse I would not have said anything however I am better because of this I am better because of that now my understanding is that when they say they are better they are still not seeing themselves as better rather than seeing that Allah has given them more in that respect because whatever good anyone has is from Allah but at the same time there is a free will which caused him to become great So, how do we Uh, solve this apparent sort of contradiction, if we may call it? Yes, sometimes it's not that because you
0: have self-admiration you talk about your good things. Sometimes you have to you introduce yourself so that people can know what you can do for them. Okay? For example, if I come to London and I don't say to people that I have studied in Qom and I have you know experience of teaching, you know, and I have, for example, you know, this background, then people don't know that I can help them. Mm-hmm. But if I tell something about myself that is not true, oh, that's okay. then that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Okay? So Ahlul Bayt Ali Salam. They had to introduce themselves to people so that people know that why they should follow them. Mm-hmm. But they never thought that this is their own achievement. Mm-hmm. They always thought that this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the balance is very important.
1: Is it like making a distinction between the factual being factually better than someone and emotionally feeling like you're better than someone? That's yes. what the difference is, right?
0: Yes. And also maybe sometimes you have to say to people, yeah? For example, if I see that for the sake of benefit of people, they should know about me because I want to teach them. Right? For example, I'm a doctor. I have to tell them that, for example, I have these qualifications. So this is not self-admiration or this is not, you know, uh, praising yourself. This is reality Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that you say to people but you have to be very careful Mm
1: -hmm.
0: sometimes our ulama actually this is one of the challenges we have Mm -hmm. our ulama because they were very worried about Riyah and Ojib they didn't introduce themselves Mm -hmm. you know even for example you know one of my when they went to he has passed away Mm. to ask to to, you know for permission to film him Mm. he said no although we think it's very important for us to have film of that marja, Mm. yeah but because they are very worried that maybe shaitan is somehow penetrating Mm. so they try to be very suspicious of themselves but nowadays we have also a challenge that there are many people who are not qualified and they present themselves very well. Mm -hmm. So if you are qualified, you have also to present yourself because if we are also shy or, you know, embarrassed or we want to be humble, Mm -hmm. then people cannot know you. So it's very difficult to realize that now I am uh, promoting myself or I am promoting Hap and I as a servant of Hap also should be promoted. You know, it's very difficult. Mm You cannot be always clear that what is your intention. It needs great, you know, investigation. Yes?
1: Shaykh Sayyid, do you think that when Muhammad Ali was asked, the only reason he responded was for the people's sake, and when Musa was asked by Allah, he didn't accept to put himself above the, the animal because it was not regarding people? Yes, that is one of the factors.
0: Okay. If you have any question, please ask. Otherwise, I start with Rawaia. was going to ask about
1: the difference
0: between Asabiya and Hamiya. It seems it's almost the same. Hamiya is a kind of Asabiya, a kind of attachment or bias towards something up to today i think it's the same if, if they are different i don't know up to today my understanding is they are the same uh, that the positive, uh, like asabiyah even asabiyah like we had asabiyah of Hamza. Oh. yeah but same. only maybe once <laughs> mentioned as good but Hamiyyah, even in my Ma- sense he mentioned it when he speak to the uh, enemies so the negative hamiyah and negative asabiyah are the same it seems they are the same but uh,
1: Up up to today.
0: Mm -hmm. Maybe my understanding, inshallah, Mm -hmm. will increase. But up to today, my conclusions, they are the same. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Is there there anything wrong with acknowledging um, your good qualities? No. Mm -hmm. But you have to be sure that first, those are good qualities. Mm -hmm. Secondly, you don't Mm -hmm. exaggerate about them. Mm -hmm. Thirdly, you don't think it's yours. Mm -hmm. It's all from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Otherwise, it's good because if we don't realize our good qualities, then we are not going to use them. Yeah? If someone has good, for example, I don't know, talent, good, you know, memory, good talent, if he doesn't recognize that, then he's not going to use and utilize it. So it's good to recognize, but not something that is mine. It's amana from Allah. Yes?